Hey everybody, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. In this episode of a never-ending saga of the Crime Chronicles, um, crime that should never happen but actually did, we're going to be talking about some things that are going to really, really irk you. That's going to make you understand what the hell is going on in this world. But let's begin. First, it's moto time. Hey, remember, rich people, poor people. Poor people like rich. Rich people like poor. Think about that when it comes to tax time. Hey, pay your taxes. Don't rob Peter to pay Paul. Do what you got to do. And remember, my daddy always says, never quit your day job while conquering the world. That means do what you got to do to be successful and always conquer that demon. Right. And also remember, time is money. Money is time. Wasting time, you're just wasting money. Don't want to waste your time, so don't waste your money. All right. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by BlackBlueElectronica.com. For all your electronic needs, go to BlackBlueElectronica.com. Get that in there. Check it out. All I want you to do is look around. If you don't want to look around there, do me a favor. Take my podcast. Put on your social media and spread the love. All right? Do that for me, family, and I appreciate it. I appreciate that. All right? Hey, let's begin. Do me a favor. Let's do one thing. We're going to get this right into it. Listen, when I tell you about a crime that should have never happened but actually did, it did. Listen, back in the early 1970s, early 70s, in the early 70s, about 71 or 72, the U.S. government, it was during the time of the Cold War. The federal government was um, working with the agency called the National Security Agency, better known the acronym NSA. They were in return creating a new software, a new military software design called the Project, and better known as the Program. There was a project, there was the program, and there was the X Project. Those three programs, those three software designs were created by one by, by a group of engineers and software engineer designs. They designed this software. Well, when they got done, they used that project to use on analog phone lines, which is the old landlines, the, the old copper copper landlines. And that's what they used to um, to monitor cell phones. I mean monitor mobile mobile crude phone lines, which is the old analog lines, basically the Westinghouse phone lines. That's why everything was designed that way. They created that design. So as they were creating that software, as they as we progressed into more into the softwares, got better and more evolved, engineers created, came into the 80s. In the early 80s, they created the new cell phone. Cell phones back then were in the 70s were a actual house phone that was hardwired into your car. Then they created what you called the bag phone. The bag phone was a bulky bag they had the big giant battery, didn't last very long, battery life and everything because they had all that, all that equipment in there. And that created more or less something that you can carry. Only the wealthy, the super wealthy was able to carry those bag phones. Then they came into the Dynatac, the Motorola brick phone was the phone that came out. It was like about five to $6,000 for that brick phone. And that was the old analog cell phone. One guy had that cell phone and he made a phone call from that phone to a landline. That's the way you did it. Only the super wealthy can afford that phone. And then the 80s came into the me, came into the buy generation. Motorola came out with that phone. Then from that phone, we started evolving. Then the company out of Helsinki, Finland, better known as the Nokia Corporation, created the perfect mobile cell phone, a, a nice analog 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 cell phone it was nice it was just for for dialing no texting nothing like that just a phone that you can pick up and they utilize the old um the old um spectrum the binary spectrum which was the lines that we use and as as phones evolved 
from the 80s into the 90s. During the 80s, that's when they had a massive restructurations of um, of the um, the phone system. Ma Bell, better known as AT&T, better known Ma Bell was AT&T was the great cell phone company. So Ma Bell ran the whole United States. It's like Facebook. Facebook is the um, is the the company that runs everything. And then also when you look at um, look at right now. The, there's only two operating systems we have right now. There's three, but there's two that manually everyone uses. We're either using Android or iOS. There's no other system. Unless you're savvy and you use what you call Linux or Unix software. So, during the 80s, they had a big restructuring and Ma Bell was, um, was, had a court case. Big giant court case in the Midwest, and that's what happened. Ma Bell was broken up because they said you was a monopolizing. So they said that AT&T had to give away anything that did not pertain to sell, that did not pertain to home phone service. They had to get rid of it, give it away. Couldn't sell it. They had to give it away. So what they did was they gave away. They couldn't sell it. They had to give it away. So they gave away their cellular service. And their cellular service, which came out to be these smaller, these smaller companies, started popping up. These baby bells started popping up in cell services. Aerial, AirTouch, GTE, um, uh, Quest, you know, US West service, and all these smaller companies started popping up and around there. Aerial, all these small companies, Georgia Bell, New York Bell, all these smaller cell phone companies started popping up. All around started popping up. Um, Vitaphone started popping up, and they started popping up around the United States. Um, Pacific Bell, all these smaller cell phone companies started popping up. They were branches of Ma Bell. Here's the thing. AT&T got sold and got rebranded under SBC. Used to be AT&T, then it went to SBC, Southwestern Bell Corporation. And then Motorola came out with their own company and then all of a sudden Nokia popped in and when Nokia popped in Nokia came around and started producing <clears throat> great cell phones and stuff and everybody started having Nokia and then also also um, Sony came out with a cell phone also Ericsson came out and then Sony bought out Ericsson and they became Sony Ericsson and they started buying up all these phones and then also the US military started producing their own phone service which they had their own gp their own global system their own satellite phones which was iridium global star and um iridium global star and there's another one i forgot the other company and there was another one those right there were there's three companies they came out with their cell with their own satellite phones and the satellite phones were designed for the military and that's what it was and that's what happened then also like um Sprint. Sprint was a Midwest company that popped up out of out of Kansas and they were a cell phone. They were a landline phone company service. Um, now the only landline phone service right now is what is it? It's um, Circa Wireless. It's a it's a, it's only one cell phone, one landline phone company. Do you know that land phones are more expensive than cell phones now? If you had a land phone, you're paying more than you are for a cellular because you can get cell phone service for pennies on a dollar now and everything now all these now what happened then after that was the cell phone company started monopolizing they started creating the better cell phone back then AT&T 
was the giant in cell service. When it came to cellular service, AT&T was um, loose. What well, AT&T had a thing called Bell Technologies, Bell Laboratories. Bell Laboratories was out of Stanford University in California. They were a branch of Stanford University. A bunch of lab students created another guy who was in the military. He was an officer in the military. He was a communications officer in the U.S. Marine Corps. And when he got out, he had created a a service called CDMA, Cold Division CD, Cold Division Multiplier. It's called CDMA. It's it's a basically it's not a SIM card because most cell phones back then were um, were using the SIM card, which was a chip. He created a phone that didn't need a chip, which was just a code that you put in, and it programmed it, and that's what he used. And that service right there was a service that most people use when they came out their phones. And that company he created was called Qualcomm. Qualcomm made really good phones. Qualcomm had phones as well as the um, chip that went into every phone. Most phones inside were really good. Their phones were really good, quality service. Most Qualcomm phones were really good, and Qualcomm made really good service. Here's the problem. The federal government decided when all these, like now, and then all of a sudden, smaller companies were being bought up by other smaller companies. Like Quest, was bought, U.S. West was bought out by another company that created Quest. Quest Wireless was out of, Quest was out of, Colorado. U.S. West was out of Utah and also Colorado. And they all started buying up. And then GTE kept buying, was buying, GTE was bought out by another company and they kept buying up, was out of there and was out of um, Bellingham, which is, that's where we had. And then over in Europe, they had Vitaphone. Vitaphone was a great cell phone company out of the U.S. And also they were down AirTouch. Vitaphone was down in the, um, was down in the Caribbean and stuff. And they were down there and then Quest. And then all of a sudden, a German company called Teutsch Communications wanted to hit the U.S. market. So when Teutsch Communications, I think I'm saying it right. Well, this is, it's, you know, that's what it is. Teutsch Communications, whatever. Hey, I'm not German. So, hey, I digress. They created um, T-Mobile. T-Mobile bought out AirTouch, bought out Aerial, AirTouch and, and stuff like that and Vitaphone. And they merged and they created um, Twitch Communications was a um, thing like that. And then Verizon came out of Vitaphone. Verizon came out of that GTE and stuff like that. They kept buying up all these other companies. They created, they rebranded themselves as Verizon. Because Verizon went into, Verizon did something that most cell phone companies didn't do. They specifically worked in the rural areas. Areas that normally you couldn't get cell phone service. Because AT&T wouldn't work. Then... Another smaller company wanted to hit the um, another company out of Australia called another company out of Australia came out and they wanted they were they were called um, Boost Mobile. Boost Mobile was a company out of Australia. When Boost Mobile hit the U.S. market, they mainly focused on the urban areas, and that's where they came from. And Boost Mobile came out of that area. And also Boost Mobile had another branch off of their company, which was a government contract company, which mainly focused in the U.S. government market. Now, AT&T was still dominating because AT&T was like the massive company that everyone, everybody had AT&T. And they had the greatest phone service that everyone really, really liked. Here's the thing. 
the federal government decided, well, hey, they started switching over their networks and stuff, going from analog into digital. And that time they started switching over into broadband. Now, here's the crime. Watch, look at this. When the internet started popping up, when internet first came out on cell phones, it was unlimited data. It wasn't, it was no streaming. It was straight, no throttling. It was straight streams. Streams were large. Streams were just straight. You could watch a video. You could actually watch a whole movie without no lagging or anything. Here's what happened. On the spectrum, on the dial, on the, on the, on the dial tone spectrum, on the digital spectrum, they started adding more and more stuff to the spectrum. And when they added more to the spectrum, it made the lines slower. So what they did was they said, we're going to slow everything down. A lot, there's very few people, there's a very few people that have their cell I knew a girl, she had a cell phone from AT&T. And she had, she was grandfathered in because she'd been having the same phone line for a good 20 years. And she said, I've been having the same phone number, the same phone line. I never changed my number. The only downside was that she had, if she ever missed, if she ever missed a payment on her phone, they told her, if you miss a payment, you got to get a, a payment plan. Because what the gov- what the phone company started realizing that a lot of people don't need all that internet. So let's just give them what they want. So they started charging by the gigs. They started creating this by the gigabyte. Then all of a sudden, um, all of a sudden, another company came out called Cricket Wireless. Cricket Wireless came out and started going, well, we can give you unlimited data. Cricket came out with unlimited data and they said, we can do unlimited data for your phone. When they did unlimited data, here's what happened. Uh, the unlimited data was one price. It was like, um, it was like um, unlimited data for like a hundred bucks. But the only problem was the data wasn't fast. It was actually slow, but it was unlimited. So you actually had unlimited data, but it was very, very slow. A lot of people who had phones were like, man. And if you weren't in, and you had to be within a cricket wireless network. So here's a good example. So say for instance, I live in the city. I'm in a major city, say like LA, or I'm in Chicago, or I'm in Denver, you know, or I'm in Minneapolis, you know, or St. Paul, that's a major metropolitan city, or Flags, or I'm in Flagstaff, Arizona, or maybe Phoenix, Arizona. But if I go out of the out of my calling area, let's say I go from say I'm in I'm in LA and I go to say um, San Jose. Or I go to the, or I go up into West Covina, and I go like that. Guess what happens? Once I do that, here's what happened. I'm not. I'm out of my network. My phone stopped working. I have to be near a cell tower that is on that network. If I'm not, my phone doesn't work. So a lot of times, that's what happened with Cricket Wireless. They was having problems like that. A lot of people were buying that phone because they couldn't believe the price. And the price was something more affordable for each and every one. Then all of a sudden, T-Mobile came along and they started creating their company. A German company came in and they did, an, they did a thing called the Uninstructor. They did this. Instead of, because the, the best network on all phone service is Verizon. Verizon has the best biometrics, the best network. But Verizon Wireless is the most expensive. 
they have the best service. You will never get a lag, never get a drop call. Your phone will never drop. It will never lag. You will always have great phone service. I mean, seriously, your phone service will always be on point. Now, here's the problem. It's going to cost you. And they figure that you will only need five gigs. Now, if you're like me, I'm a gamer. If you're like a gamer like me, like say, let's say this. You're like me, a gamer and stuff, and you're doing this gaming and stuff. Or or you're spending a lot of time on YouTube because you're, um, you have a YouTube channel or you're doing what I do. I podcast and stuff. And your stuff like on Anchor.fm, I, I, I'm high streaming. So I'm utilizing a lot of my data. And then they uh, fi- they figured out that a lot of people didn't need that much um, memory on their phone. They're like, oh, nobody don't need that much memory. Not realizing that people actually did need that memory. So a lot of people did need the memory that they had. Everybody needed memory. People were like, well, you need that memory. Really? Yes. Yeah, so they needed a lot of the memory they had. So they started realizing, like, well, what the hell? So now they started going, well, people only need five gigs. That's what Verizon said. T-Mobile came out and said, we have unlimited. Or you can, they, they started out with, um, they had the regular line, which is unlimited. At the time, the unlimited was actually um, 20 gigs. They said 20 gigs was unlimited. That's what they said. And AT&T said the same thing, 20 gigs. They was like, um, 10, they was like 10 gigs. People just only need 10 gigs. Not realizing that people need more. Verizon started charging by the gigs. Like, when I had Verizon, I was actually paying by the gig. I paid, I was paying for a, um, for 100 gigs, for 50 gigs of data, which was, I was paying 50 gigs of data, I was paying $100 extra for 50 gigs of data. At that time, I had a really good job and I made enough money. I was in sales, so I really needed um, 100 gigs. I really needed that much. I really needed 50 gigs of data because I did not want to be without because I was always online. I went online to do all my work and I was sales. So I had to log in to the account. So I paid and all that was good because I had to give, you know, I just wrote everything off. When I got done from that job and I no longer worked there no more because it was getting tiresome, long hours. I mean, trying to entertain these people and sales and stuff. All of a sudden I had to go and do, I, I couldn't afford it. So I had to get rid of it. And that's when T-Mobile came out with this unlimited plan. Unlimited data for unlimited data was 20 gigs. That's what they said. Sprint said the same thing. Now here's the thing about Sprint. I loved Sprint Network until I end up I end up living. I lived in the Sprint calling. I lived I lived in Sprint calling area. In the Sprint Network, I lived right right around the corner from Sprint headquarters. Sprint headquarters was in was in Kansas. Their headquarters was Overland Park, Kansas. So I lived in the Kansas City metro area. That should be Sprint all the way. Sprint should have the best network, but I had terrible service. Reason being, because Sprint mainly focused in the rural areas. Their network great in rural areas, but in the city, I sucked. I had to switch over to Cricket Wireless. I had great service in Cricket Wireless, great service. Then I ended up going back to Sprint because I like Sprint because Sprint at that time had mobile TV. First ever mobile TV, which was something that no other phone service had. And that's when it started happening. The federal government came into all these cell phone companies and was saying like AT&T did this in San Francisco. 
at an AT&T tower, at an AT&T office in San Francisco, they went in there and said, y'all need to split that data. Y'all need to split their data. So they split their data. And what they did was they took their data and they split it. They put a mirror in there because they were on, they were on this thing called, they were on the fiber optics. So they split their fiber optic data. Their fiber optics were split. They had a mirror in there and split it their data. So half of their data was going to the NSA so they can monitor us. That's when they created that thing called the program, like I told you, and the software and the Project X and stuff like that. The project, um, the project, the program, and Project X. They created that, and that's what they were using to monitor. They're saying they're using it for national security. There was another cell phone company that came out. It was one that came out. It was like singular, yeah, singular wireless. Yeah, singular wireless came out, and that's what it was. And that's what happened. And a lot of the um, companies were following, the, and that's what happened. And, and people were saying, and if you're in Ohio, they had a company in Ohio that had, um, they had all these, then all of a sudden these smaller prepaid companies started popping up, having unlimited talk and text. And they had unlimited talk and text and buy the data. So a lot of phone companies started popping up with these unlimited talk and text, and then you pay for data. So people started going, well, what do you mean? Well, you can get unlimited talking text because a lot of people were texting in a lot of times. And at the time, there were a lot of texting, a lot of talking. But then now people are on social media with Facebook and Instagram. And back then it was MySpace. And stuff. And MySpace popped up and everybody were, everybody was like, ooh. And at that time, MySpace was getting popular. And then all this stuff, they were using WAP, Web Access Protocol, Web Access Program. It was called the WAP. That was the old internet. It was WAP. And then they went from WAP into broadband. Then it went into VOP, V-I-O-P, Voice Internet Protocol. And that's where our phone service is now. It's V-I-O-P. And they started doing that. And that's when our phone, and I'm telling you right now, here's the thing. Believe it or not, your cell phone service is being monitored by the federal government. All of our cell phones. Everything you do is being monitored by the federal government. The U.S. government is monitoring all cell phone service. Everything you do is now monitored. Now, people always say, which phone is, people always ask me, which phone is the best service? Um, what, did, um, what did Edward Snowden say? Edward Snowden said he didn't trust any um, iPhone or any Android phone. He didn't trust Apple's phones because he said they were hacked iPhones had a special thing where they can get hacked. It'll take, oh, he said iPhones can get hacked in less than one hour. Have your phone around, it'll take an hour and they can hack it. The government can hack that phone. Wait, what the government was doing was they were collecting data. They said they were collecting data. Do you know that they were spying on people like um, Chancellor Chancellor Merkel from Germany, um, the, the former um, France prime minister? The former British Prime Minister, Tony Blair, they were spying on him. And also, the Iron Bull, they were spying on her. If you had a cell phone and you were a foreign diplomat, you were being spied on. Oh, the government was doing that. Reason being, because they said under national security, they needed to know this stuff. So that's what they were doing. And here's the part that is shocking. People always tell me, oh, they don't do that. Yes, they do. 
Today, they still do that. The reason why, it's part of national security. Why it's part of national security? Because here's what they say. The government says, just in case if someone gets on the phone and says, hey, I'm going to do, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be up the, the black house. What's the opposite of black? White. There you go. I'm going to do that. It'll start recording that. I'm going to destroy such and such um, senator, such and such congress, such and such. And it starts recording all that. Like I said, they, it starts recording that. And then they start monitoring your calls. And then your whole conversation gets into a database and they start certain keywords. They start utilizing that to, um, to access everything. That's how they started doing it. And they started monitoring our phone calls, your videos, everything. People all say, well, I got nothing to hide. Okay, but you don't. A lot of people don't have nothing to hide. But if you're the type of person that is a conspiracy nut where you know the government is monitoring you, here's the thing. There was a guy, there was a gentleman who found out that the government was doing that. He became a whistleblower. Three months later, guess what? That man's phone server, that man's network was hacked. Here's what happened. The government went in there, whoever works for the government, private contractors that worked for the government, went in there and made that guy's net, made that guy's social media site look like he was child pornography. Literally, he went in there and put in child porn and kitty porn, and the guy wasn't the guy hadn't even guy wasn't even on social media. He never had a social media page, but there was a page created with his picture and everything, and it wasn't even him. It was someone else doing that to, to, to create an illusion that he was into kitty porn. Ruined this guy's career. Yes, ruined that guy's career. That guy's career was ruined because of that. The guy never had a page. Wasn't even him. But it showed him. It showed his wife. Showed his kids. He never had his wife and kids on social media because he knew that that's not for them to be on social media so he didn't want them on social media he didn't get on social media and you know what right now the social media has, has an algorithm that they program on social media that everything that we do on social media is just something that actually works they utilize our social media to um to monitor what we do and they utilize everything that we utilize for us what we do Everything that we utilize is like, good example, Facebook has an algorithm. You notice when you're on Facebook, they're always showing things like um, ads and stuff that you like, hey, I was just looking at that. Curiosity. Yes, that was an algorithm. And that's what they did. And they utilize the algorithms and stuff. And that's what they did. And, and it utilizes the programs that they did and the program that they utilize is what they give you feed you they're feeding you all this stuff and that's the thing they're constantly giving you stuff and they make money you know that facebook is a billion dollar industry billion dollar company because that's what they're utilizing is the algorithm and so when you're on like facebook or instagram you ever notice how they show you these ads if you don't have the premium because you don't have premium if you have premium, you don't see the ads. But if you don't have premium, let's say a, an ad pop up about, um, say an ad pop up about a business opportunity for you. You click on that one time. 
boom, all of a sudden you're going to get tons of ads about that particular thing. Or you look up something on social media, say you go on Google. At that time, Google was a small search engine. The search engine that they utilized back then was a web crawler, was a web crawler. Because you know the internet was created for the military. See, everything that we utilize as technology was created by and for the military, for the U.S. military. The reason being is that the U.S. military needed this stuff so they can communicate over a network, a data network that is that is encrypted. That's where the tour, the onion router came to be. The onion router was created by the U.S. Navy, by a bunch of Navy um, engineers so that Navy people can communicate via ship to shore and to um, to command, to headquarters command, to head to he- to command, so they can be able to talk privately without anyone listening on their data. That's what happened with that one guy, that one guy Bergdahl, who literally, you know, snitched about you know I think it's Bergdahl, whatever. Yeah, now he changed his name. I think that's the guy. Yeah, that leaked all that data, and then you had um, that one guy who had WikiLeaks. Who leaked all this stuff that the U.S. government was doing. See, that's what I'm talking about. The government was utilizing all that stuff. So I'm telling you right now, you need to be very careful on what you post on social media and what you look up. I remember back in the days on my phone, uh, back in the days on my phone, you could actually, back in my days, it was so much. And then one thing that actually happened in the early 80s when cell phones were getting popular, they had this thing called the 1-900 number. That was created by, you know, the 1-900 was created by Ronald Reagan. He charged 50 cents per call, the 1-900 number, so that you can call him and you can say what you want to say to um, President Reagan. That was the 900 number. And then the people started realizing that that 900 number can make a lot of money because the 1-800 number was a toll-free number. That was free back then. And it cost like, was it five cents per minute or whatever? The companies were paying five cents, whatever. It was free for us to call toll free do you ever notice nowadays let me tell you something here's something that you can actually do look wherever you live at see if you can find a see if you can find a land phone a pay phone you can't find any pay phones there's nowhere to find a pay phone now if you go to a hotel if you go to an older hotel an old established hotel you'll find pay phones but if you go to a regular newer model hotel you're never gonna find a pay phone there there's none there's no pay phones around pay phones are gone pay phones are Payphones are old analog because they can't. You people used to. There was a movie. Um, there was a movie with Angelina Jolie talking about hackers. Yeah, the movie called Hackers, where she played a bunch of kids how they hacked the network. Because back then we had dial-up. That's when the internet popped up. We had dial-up. Dial-up was a 56k modem dial-up. It uses the old code and stuff. And actually, at that time, dial-up was the largest. Everyone had dial-up. You had dial-up. You can access the internet. It was because dial-up was fast. Dial-up was even fast, was super fast because it was new and everybody was getting on the dial-up. But then dial-up started getting slow. Dial-up became slow. And the reason why dial-up became slow is because of the network started getting better and it started getting more popular. And then they went from dial-up and it went to a T1 line. T1 lines was the lines after dial-up, it came to T1 lines. T1 lines were T1 and T2 lines and T5 lines. Wasn't no um, three or four, it was just T1, T2, and T5 lines. Those lines were super fast. And those were the lines that people were using. Like if you were in the government, they had a T1 line 
libraries at key one lines for the internet you people will go to the library and sit on the phone sit on the internet and just sit there and surf at the library they didn't have no like they had no blocks or anything no child lock safeties where you can sit on the internet look back then people were people were crazy adults were going into the library looking at looking at porn at the library because they had no safeties now there's safeties in block sites are blocked porn sites are blocked boom boom you know, unless you go to an old, outdated, analog library that's like in a small rural town that don't have, they don't really care. Their, their community is not as big, but they have the old system. And then the library went from being an old Dewey Decimal system to getting online. Now they're on this network now. So everything's in the library. Everything's in the, um, in the interweb which is the internet. Everything's on the interweb. And that's where the dial-up and everything. And then dial-up started fading out. There used to be a company called, there used to be one company called Dial. Then Dialpad came out. Dialpad was an old something where you can take, you can go on the internet and make a phone call to a landline. Not no more. Not no more. You used to be able to sit there on your cell phone and call a land phone. You, you know, stuff like that. People started doing things like that. Can't do that no more. Now you can go, you can do that now. Before it was like you had to pay to call a land phone and stuff. And then, um, so Richard Branson created his own, he had his own record label, Virgin Records. He decided, I'm going to go into cell phone service. So he created Virgin, Virgin Mobile. Virgin Mobile was like um, a prepaid service. It was prepaid and prepaid phone service that everyone needed. And everyone used, I mean, everybody used that service. It was um, prepaid and that's what they used. And that's what they did. And that was the service they used. It was prepaid. The network was good. Everybody used a great phone service. It got bought out by another company. See, every cell phone company got bought out. The company that was out of um, Ohio was Page Plus. Page Plus. People were saying Page Plus was ran by the government. No, it was ran by the police. What it was is the police department utilized Page Plus because Page Plus had a network where they were sitting there accessing the network. And that's what happened. A lot of these um, prepaid cell phone companies wanted government. If you, let's say, okay, let's say I created a mobile phone company called JR Mobile, JR Bell Mobile, and JR Bell Mobile was this phone company that was big, and I was big in the in the urban areas, like in the inner city, in the urban area. Everybody had my phone. The government comes along and says, "Hey, we want to we want to access your data," and I go, "Nope." They come around with the DOJ and the FCC says, we want to access this and we want to do this, we want to do that. And what they did was they came in, sit a subpoena, tie you up in court, and you are, you are still, if you ain't, got, you ain't got that kind of money, you ain't got that kind of money, you're not that rich, you end up, reluctantly, you say, done. So you end up giving in and then they start accessing your network. But if you're smart, there was a guy in New York yeah, there was a story. There was a guy in New York who literally had a network, who had his own network. He had his own cell. He had his own internet service. The federal government came in and sued him. The DOJ came in with a letter saying that we need to access your network. He refused. Took him to court. He went to court. He won. But here's the catch. He could not talk about it or anything. And he still has his own network. Even though you had your own network. But the government couldn't access it. People were shocked. He was the only person that sued him one because he had enough money in his bank account and he had a good lawyer. He had a good law firm that represented him and he, they won. Took him from year, took him five years 
but he won. Guess what? Now, all these other companies that have these smaller services and stuff, and then all of a sudden there was a there was a um, company called Bright House. There was uh, American Cablevision, Time Warner, all Cablevision. All of them started merging together, and Time Warner started merging together, creating this. All started merging together to create their own cable company. Time Warner was great. And then if you're in the Midwest, like say in Ohio, they had Buckeye Cable. And Buckeye Cable was like that. And then all of a sudden, American Cablevision headquarters was in the Midwest, in Kansas City. It was a central location. They had cell phone service as well. And then they also had this network and stuff. And what happened was the government came in, started popping their network, started spying on splicing off their network. And also, did you know that the cell phone service as well as the internet started going into the, the interweb and everybody on the internet started also looking at it like this. Then um, people started wondering about internet, probably wondering about cable. Cable started getting to the point to where cable service, cable service started getting this. Here's what happened. The internet phone service used to be corded. And then the internet used to be wireless. It went to the cord. Cell phone service went from cellular service went from the cord to wireless. The internet went from cord to wireless. Yes, the internet started doing like that. And then people started saying nowadays people started are now utilizing the people now don't have cable or internet because cable service now they use the internet. People are using stuff like um, started utilizing the internet for their TV. There used to be a thing called Mobdro. Mobdro was a great company. Mobdro was a great phone server. It was a great internet site that had tons of movies you can watch for free. They got in trouble because they started, they started, they started watching, they started showing the cricket in India. India filed a lawsuit and Mobdro shut down. There's no other free internet service that you can actually watch TV for free. None. They used to be, but not no more. So what I'm telling you is that you need to be careful. Everything evolves around the data that you're utilizing. And and that what happened, it just literally everybody is was shocked. I was shocked because I had Mobdro and I utilized Mobdro. Mobdro was really great, but now I can't use that anymore. Listen carefully. Let me show you something. And let me tell you something. I'm going to cut this real short. Um, now that you're on the internet and now that you're searching, be careful what you post on online. All right, just be very careful what you post online, all right? So whatever you do, be careful what you post. Just be careful and stuff. If you have nothing to hide, don't worry about it. If you don't care about the government spying on you, be, be that's cool. But if you are monitoring and you know what you are looking at, be very mindful at what you do, okay? All right? Hey, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And um, be careful what you do when you search the internet and stuff. And nowadays, just be monitoring and stuff. Be careful. If you want, get a VPN. Those are really good. VPNs are really good. That'll actually help you. That'll actually help you when you when you come to search the internet and stuff. Utilize that, okay? That should help you when it comes to searching the internet and stuff. All right. By the way, I love each and every one of y'all out there. And I want to appreciate y'all. I hope y'all have a good time. And by the way, I love y'all. And I hope each one of y'all that are listening to my podcast, be careful. Be out there. I'm still going to podcast because I'm going to give you stuff that you need to understand. All right. Hey, by the way, Bravo 6 going dark.